Well, we haven't got Paul Chan in the studio today, but we do have Enzio von Feil, a capital preservation specialist at Financial Shield. Good morning, Enzio. Good morning, Stephen. And Le Shah, also known as The Shark, who is Asia Chief Economist at BBVA Research. Good morning, Shark. Good morning. Well, we've got lots to talk about today with the budget. Let's start off with the spicy measures that were introduced to cool down the property market. Now, they've been withdrawn. That was announced in the budget. How positive are you on the impact this will have on the property market? Enzio. I don't think there's much to cool down. So um, I think that the measures are welcome. They're kind of overdue, frankly, as I think anybody knows here. Um, So I welcome the measures, but I don't think that that's going to make a lot of difference because I think that overall in what I call income confidence in Hong Kong has eroded for quite some time, despite, frankly, a lot of economic strength overseas. Um, Look at Singapore, look at Taiwan, look at India, um, look at Japan. So I think that there's a lot of income confidence that is being eroded here in Hong Kong, sadly. Okay, so do you see property prices going up, staying the same, maybe continuing the decline for the rest of this year? Probably uh, wobbling down a little bit. I'm not a property expert, as my property expert friends will readily admit, but I don't see those. I don't see any reason for them to really suddenly pick up because of these measures, as welcome as the measures are. Yeah, do you agree with that, Shark? Uh, I'm a little bit uh, optimistic than Enzio. Uh, Because uh, in the past, uh, of course, uh, all these uh, uh, texts, they have some impact uh, on this uh, uh, property market in Hong Kong. And I think the more relevant is uh, related to Hong Kong IMA's measures. For example, in the past, uh, uh, we need to do some stress tests when we apply for these mortgage loans. And we can only uh, get maybe 50% or 60% of down payment for this kind of mortgage loan. So uh, this uh, limits people's uh, uh, acquiring a bigger uh, home unit. So now they re- release this one. Uh, of course, I agree with Andrew on the point that uh, maybe people they are still suffer from this uh, income side. Uh, they cannot come back to the market soon. But uh, remember, we also have other uh, measures. Maybe some measures, some uh, external environment also uh, they they all play in favorite uh, for example uh, uh, the second uh, half of this year we expect the u.s they are going to cut interest rate right uh, at the same time uh, we have attracted a lot of the talents from other regions i think mainly from mainland china okay with this year they said uh, we have uh, how, how many 100,000 people coming to hong kong i think initially maybe these people they just uh, ran their uh, you need home unit, but yes. uh, uh, if they see this um, market start to uh, normalize, uh, they see the interest rate start to uh, get down, I think that they will search for their home unit. So I think that maybe in the first half of, the, of this year, that all these measures are not enough to have a very big rebound for this uh, housing market. But in the second half of the year, if U.S. Mm. they uh, cut mm. the interest rate, as we anticipated, if we have enough talent to come to Hong Kong, maybe our home market will become better. Yeah. OK, do either of you know why they were called spicy measures? I'm trying to work that out because normally you spice things up and cool things down. So why were these things they introduced called spicy measures? Uh, 
I have no idea. No, Maybe because uh, generally Hong Kong people they don't like spicy food, so when they introduce <laughs> this one, make them harder, right? It's to put them off. Enzio, what, what did you think? Just no FT, no comment. I I wouldn't have the foggiest. Okay, I shall be googling later, and let's see if I can solve that, and I'll explain that on my next show. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Now there are also a lot of measures to boost tourism. Do you think they'll work, Shark? Uh, yes, I see. They have uh, introduced a lot of uh, programs. They said they are going to have more mega events in Hong Kong. Uh, I, th- I think I welcome all these efforts because, uh, in fact, you don't know which part you will uh, have some uh, reward. But uh, uh, one thing I don't feel comfortable is uh, at the same time that they try to tax on this uh, uh, this hotel accommodation, okay? Do you want to welcome more tourists, okay? You try to boost uh, this uh, tourist market uh, local, but at the same time, so you tax on this hotel accommodation. I, I don't think uh, it's... Uh, I, I think that it's kind of a conflict. Uh, they must uh, find a more consistent policy to welcome all these uh, visitors. I think uh, uh, for this year, uh, I checked their plan. For this year, this uh, uh, tourism sector is very important for Hong Kong's economy because uh, we already substantially cut these one-off relief uh, uh, measures. So we cannot rely on this uh, uh, private consumption to boost the local economy as last year. I think they're talking about big firework shows and drone shows and things like that. But, of course, that could be offset by the 3% tax on hotel accommodation. What are your thoughts, Enzio? Well, I'm also – it hasn't passed even me that these things cost money. The I'm not sure how, just how many mainlanders came to Hong Kong specifically because of chubby hearts. It's an embarrassment, frankly. but. <laughs> Um, I don't think they come here because of that. In fact, my mainland friends tell me that there are many guides in Hong Kong that you could just get off the Internet how to do Hong Kong on the cheap. So I really question whether this whole tourism boost, it may give you the numbers, but it's, it's, it gives you quantity, not quality of tourists who are actually spending. I don't see any of the mainland tourists here with full shopping bags running around the place. So I'm a little bit sceptical about these measures, to be honest with you. Well, that's a really good point. Uh, we do seem to be attracting people from the mainland at the moment who don't want to spend money and don't even stay in hotels, apparently. Um, I've heard that some of them stay in games rooms and karaoke lounges um, overnight just to save on the overnight accommodation. So I guess they wouldn't even be affected by that 3% tax. Yes, quite good, good, good point, even yes. Let's move on to the government have increased tax for high earners. However, they want to attract top financial talent to Hong Kong. You mentioned that earlier, Shark, about the number of people coming into Hong Kong, the talent being tried to that we're trying to attract. But do you think increasing the tax will have a, a negative impact? What, what do you think, Enzio? I really don't think that it's that this one percentage point increase in the tax rate for people earning more than five million is going to really kind of it's neither here nor there i think it's people come to hong kong talent comes to hong kong because of hong kong's growth and income potential not because of the tax rate indeed look at people who continue yeah. flock places like new york or london despite much higher tax rates so i don't think that this one percent extra is really going to deter them i think that what we need is just the the it's it's the overall it's the very high 
base of living costs in Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, that um, I think that that kind of does it more. Yeah, you're right. I mean, compared to New York, our uh, 15 or even 16 percent tax is extremely low. Shark, what, what do you think? Now. Do you yeah. think the tax slight tax increase of 1 percent to 16 percent could put off any top talent coming to Hong Kong? Uh, of course, uh, for people, so they don't like um, uh, tax increase. Uh, but uh, I fully agree uh, with Anzu that uh, this is just a very minor adjustment of this uh, tax scheme, and especially if we look at uh, Hong Kong and compare Hong Kong with other regions, we know that Hong Kong still enjoy very uh, competitive uh, income uh, tax uh, now. So uh, if you think uh, people from mainland China or people from other places, Europe, right, the United States, if they are moving uh, from uh, these uh, countries uh, to Hong Kong, I think they still enjoy a lot of the tax advantage. Uh, but I think the most important thing is uh, for Hong Kong uh, government and Hong Kong society to provide a, a good, uh, uh, good environment for these uh, uh, talents yes. to help them to get used to this uh, society. Uh, I think it's not only for, I, I talk to people, they are not only care about this uh, uh, tax issue, they care about this, uh, uh, the, of course, the overall package, and they care about uh, the education of their kids, okay, the health care system, uh, they will take this as a package. So uh, I think that in Hong Kong, we still have a lot of things to do to improve all these uh, aspects. So, so maybe the government should have increased the tax, could have got away with increasing it a bit more then without <laughs> impacting top talent and try to claim back some of that deficit? Uh, a little bit little, I think. Maybe they can try. <laughs> yeah, okay. maybe I'll call in to Paul Chan tomorrow. But I have to say, I'm very jealous that 12,000 people in Hong Kong are earning more than 5 million a year. I <laughs> don't want to reveal any of my personal details, but I can declare I'm not one of those people, not one of those 12,000. So to move <laughs> on to something else, how confident are you that Hong Kong will grow by the 25 to 3.5% projected shark? Uh, let's close the fingers because uh, uh, we know yeah. that uh, the Hong Kong's economy, they are not only depend on Hong Kong itself, it highly depend on the uh, economic performance of the China, right? So now many people agree that uh, for China is a very challenging year. Uh, so there's a lot of uncertainty to Chinese growth. Uh, at the same time, uh, Hong Kong as the international financial center. I think that the best performance of the economy last year uh, was uh, uh, seriously affected by this high interest rate environment. So we can blame the United States on this part. So it depends on how wider the U.S. they are going to cut interest rate this year or not. Uh, if, uh, as we anticipated, uh, in our baseline, the U.S. they are going to cut interest rate maybe in the second half of this year, and the China, they keep a decent growth rate, five to, uh, 4 to 5 percent, then I think Hong Kong have a chance uh, to achieve this uh, 2.5 to 3.5 uh, growth. But if, uh, uh, for example, the, the, the interest, high interest rate environment continues and the China doesn't deliver good performance this year again, I think there's uh, some risk to Hong Kong's uh, growth rate. Yeah. NZO? I, I would agree with Shark. I think that the, we remain the water skier off the back of the Chinese speedboat. So I think that, that that's a major factor in our growth prospect. But let's not get too carried away with the blame game. 
Um, other countries, too, are dealing with higher interest rates, with slow economic growth, places like Japan, Taiwan, India, and their stock markets are just doing, are doing just fine, thank you very much. So I think a, a little bit of introspection is also needed. I, of course, as a bilingual yet English speaker, would also agree that we must improve, if we want, this international standing of Hong Kong's um, as an international financial hub, excuse the reputation, because I really, it's, it's kind of confusing. Last week, the newspapers were full of GBA for Hong Kong. This week, Xia Baolong, excuse my terrible Mandarin, um, was suggesting that we still be this international financial hub. How can we be an international financial hub when people can't speak English? It doesn't work. Right. Very quickly, because we've got less than a minute. Um, there's lots of other announcements in the budget. So I want to know one you didn't like and one you did like, starting off with you, Enzio. Thank you for that. I think that the issuance of $120 billion worth of bonds, as your professor friend was saying at the outset of the show, it's very important what this money is being used for. I miss the words fiscal discipline in this budget. Um, I'm concerned about the, the creation of more enchanting moments, which have presumably been drummed up in some committee, a committee, of course, being a horse, being a camel designed by committee. Um, and being a horse designed by committee. So, um, and I think also the more shoveling of, of money into pet projects like Cyberport, they should be going into vocational training. And again, I can't beat the drum enough English, enough of me. Uh, Shark, 10 seconds. Okay, uh, what I like is uh, they have this uh, uh, medium-term plan to restore this uh, financial uh, balance. I think that's, that's very, very important for Hong Kong because Hong Kong needs to maintain this uh, uh, so good sovereign rating. I, well, I think that's uh, thank, most important. Thank you very much, Enzio von Fire, the Capital Preservation Specialist of Financial Shield, and The Shark. Thank you for joining us this morning.